You're listening to Orange County's only station with critical business information, Critical Mass, with your host, Rick Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. This business talk show airs live on Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 4 p.m. and Thursdays at our special time of 3 p.m. All of our shows can be heard exclusively here on Orange County's only community radio station, octalkradio.net. We are broadcasting from their state-of-the-art studios in the tech-based facility in Costa Mesa, California. If you're listening to this show as a podcast, we do encourage you to consider listening to the show live during our broadcast times. This show is brought to you by our commercial sponsors, Succession Strategies, Decision Toolbox, Smart Business Magazine, and Brandman University. The goal for this show is to help you, our listening audience of CEOs and business owners, to make better and more informed decisions. We do that by interviewing guests who have knowledge and experience that they can share with you that hopefully you can learn from. If you're expecting to hear our interview with John Garner of Garner Consulting, well, just stay tuned. He's the second guest on today's episode because our first guest today is Larry Sternberg. Larry is president of Talent Plus, and you may remember Larry from an earlier episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. Larry, welcome to the program. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be with you. It's good to have you back on the show. And we're here in Southern California broadcasting live, streaming live here from octalkradio.net. I know you're not in Southern California, so I would be remiss. No, and I, I really wish I were there with you. Let me tell you, it's cold here in Lincoln, Nebraska. How cold? Well, today it warmed up to 18 degrees. Uh, we're thrilled. It, okay. was, it was in the minus uh, the past few days. Very cold and almost unimaginable for those of us that live here in Orange County. Let's start by asking you to refresh our audience's memory of what is your background? What did you do before you joined the team at Talent Plus, Larry? Before I joined Talent Plus, I I practiced law for a while in Washington, D.C. I changed careers. I got into the hotel business. I held a variety of positions in the hotel business, uh, including corporate director of training for Hyatt Hotels, corporate director of human resources for Omni International Hotels. And I was also, uh, after that, I became a general manager for Ritz-Carlton Hotels. So the, when you were on our show previously, you were a vice president with Talent Plus. Now you're the president of Talent Plus. I guess congratulations are in order in, with the new title and new responsibilities. Thank you very much. So tell us and our audience a little bit about your firm. Tell us about what Talent Plus does. And I'm also excited because I'd like you to discuss the mission of Talent Plus as well as kind of your area of expertise and, and what, what's been beneficial about working with uh, Talent Plus both from an employee's perspective and from a client's perspective, if you would, Larry. All right. Well, let me start with the mission. That's the most fundamental thing. Uh, our mission is three sentences long. We believe every person has talent. Talent's expression is dependent upon the opportunity to express it. It is the goal of Talent Plus to help its clients and their employees express this talent to the mutual benefit of the individual and organization. And, and just uh, for all the listeners, we define talent as the potential for excellence. And, and so our first sentence is, we believe every person has talent. We believe every person has the potential for excellence in some endeavor. So that's our, that's our mission statement. So we are, we are an aptitude assessment organization. 
that that is fundamentally what we do. And we are obsessed with studying top performers. One of the differences between Talent Plus and organizations who have a similar methodology is many organizations study average. They, they want to compare people to the mean or to the average. We study top performers, and we want to know how an individual stacks up compared to top performers in their profession and in their industry. So we are not looking for people who can perform adequately in their role. We're looking for people who are a great fit for the client's culture and who have the potential to perform as good or better as the very best people they've ever seen. You know, the audience for Critical Mass Radio Show tend to be business owners and CEOs of companies with less than $100 million in annual revenue. You're talking to that audience. Why would they use or hire or partner with Talent Plus? What problem do you help them solve, Larry? Well, we help them solve a variety of problems. Uh, when organizations work with us, one of the first things that happens is they can get greater diversity in their workforce. And many, many organizations today are seeking greater diversity in their workforce. And we can help them attain that diversity without any compromise whatsoever in their hiring standards. Uh, we can help them improve their sales. We can help them improve the retention of employees as well as the retention of customers. We can help them improve the quality of their products and services. We can help them solve a variety of problems because when you have people who have the potential to perform as good as the very best people and who are a good fit for your culture, all of your metrics are going to move in the right direction. And that presupposes that the CEO understands what her culture, what the culture of her company is, likes it, and wants more of it. Right, Larry? Well, every CEO is going to have a, a point of view about what their culture is. But one of the interesting things is when we come into an organization and say, let us study your top performers, people who have been around long enough for you to know that they are an elite group of people. We're going to study the top performers in your organization, and we're going to know, therefore, who thrives in your culture. By definition, your top performers who have been around are people who thrive selling your products and services to your customers in your culture. And so we have an understanding of what the culture values by doing a profile, an aptitude profile, of the top performers in the culture. It's really critical, uh, in my experience, working with CEOs of those size companies, that the culture and maintaining and enhancing the culture really does start it with your hiring process, in my experience, Larry, because if you're not hiring with your culture in mind, you can very quickly overwhelm your culture with people that you've hired for skill set or for whatever reason that maybe don't have a fit to the culture and then slowly change it. We agree with that wholeheartedly. And since what we're doing here is empirical research, CEOs might discover things about their culture that they might not have noticed for one reason or another. Yeah, and that's the other side of it is sometimes um, in my work with CEOs, I find that they may be the least aware of the actual culture of their company because the culture they see may not be the culture that is actually in place when they may not be in the room or within earshot? Uh, absolutely. Uh, and a related point, 
on this issue of what is the real culture is what the culture looks like is very much a matter of perspective. Mm-hmm. So in a major city, for instance, let's take just Chicago as a, as a hypothetical example. If I ask wealthy residents of Chicago to describe the culture of Chicago, I'll get a particular description. If I ask enough wealthy residents, there may be some commonality among their description. If I go into the inner city where there are a lot of poor and disadvantaged individuals and I ask them to describe the culture of Chicago, I bet I would get a materially different description of the culture of Chicago from that group of people or, or from a group of people who are immigrants who don't speak English, et cetera, et cetera. It's the same thing in a company. If I ask somebody on the factory floor to describe the culture, I'm going to get a different description of the culture than somebody from the C-suite. And you know what? They're both valid. It's a matter of perspective. Great point on which we're going to take our first commercial break, Larry. And when we come back, I'm going to ask you to share a little bit about Talent Plus in the sense that I know that your firm has been recognized as a great small and medium workplace for 2011, 2012 and 2013 and and it's my understanding your firm ranked second in in the 2013 survey so when we come back i'm going to ask you to explain what your firm is doing that leads to such an engaged workforce and such great recognition as a great small and medium workplace so larry sternberg president of talent plus is our guest ladies and gentlemen go nowhere because we'll be right back in two minutes after these commercial words Can we talk about your family business? You know, that thing you put your whole life's blood, sweat, and tears into? Well, what happens when you retire or try and pass that business on to your children? At Succession Strategies, we can help you find the answers. We'll guide you through the unsettling process of protecting your family legacy and successfully passing your business on to the next generation, safely and securely ensuring that it'll both survive and thrive for generations to come. So ask yourself just one question. Can I really afford to wait? Take the first step. Take our complimentary self-assessment at SuccessionStrategies.com or call us at 714-560-9022 to set up a free consultation at your convenience. That's Succession-Strategies.com. Smart Business Network is a business-to-business multimedia company providing insight, advice, and strategy for C-level executives of fast growth, middle market, and large companies. As one of the nation's largest publishers of local management journals, under the Smart Business name, Smart Business Network publishes 19 regional print editions, presents dozens of large and small-scale business conferences and award programs, and produces a vibrant interactive digital media presence. For more information, visit us at www.sbnonline.com. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I told you we'd only be gone for two minutes. This business talk show, it really appreciates our audience that listens online via podcast. We'd like to thank and acknowledge your loyal support. In the last 30 days, you've downloaded over 10,000 copies of our show. For that, we truly appreciate it. And we'd like you to know that all of our shows can be heard live as well here on octalkradio.net 
or rebroadcast anytime from Apple iTunes, Stitcher.com, and other business-oriented podcasting services. All right, let's return to Larry Sternberg. He's president of Talent Plus. Before the break, Larry, I was saying that I wanted you to come back and talk about what your firm is doing to develop such an engaged employee base that you were able to successfully play so high in the great small and medium workplace surveys over the past three years? Well, first of all, we eat our own cooking. We use our own science, the science of talent, to select people. They go through multiple interviews, and we, we do not rush the selection process. We hold out until we find the right individual who has this potential for excellence in the role that we're seeking and also is a great fit for our culture. So we spend a huge amount of time on the selection process. And consequently, we've hardwired our culture with individuals who are in jobs that they really love. They So right away, you're going to be more engaged when you're spending most of your time doing things you're good at and enjoy. We also select for people who have a propensity to develop good, positive relationships. So we bring them into the culture, and this is a very relationship-oriented culture. So people are welcomed very warmly into our culture, and they, they develop quickly relationships. They make friends here, and we, we are very social outside of the, the workday. So people go out together and, and do things together outside the workplace. So they're in jobs they love, and then we're working with people who are genuinely their friends. We celebrate numerous personal successes and milestones that our associates are, are going through in their life. As a matter of fact, uh, we just finished having a, a, a shower for one of, our, one of our associates who is about to get married. Typically, those, those are the fundamentals. And we have a number of specific practices that truly enhance engagement. We don't do traditional performance evaluations. One of the things we do is called career investment discussions. And I did two of those today with Associates and Talent Plus. And I wasn't evaluating their performance. I was asking them a series of questions about how I could better support them. Questions like, what would you like to learn here? Questions like, how do you think your potential is being maximized? And if, if I don't get an answer that they think it's being maximized, I ask them, how can I help you uh, get better in that area? How can we do better? What can I do to support you? So we have a series of questions where the supervisor is asking the subordinate, how can I better serve you? And that helps everybody's engagement. And of course, the most important thing about that is acting on it. Once an associate says, here's a need I have, then the supervisor must go out and act on it. You almost have Another the thing we, excuse me? I'm saying you almost have the obligation to act on it when you've asked the question of the employee. Absolutely. Absolutely. I right in the middle of, of these conversations, I put things on my to-do list. And then I go out and act on them. And my personal standard is I want, to, I want to do something within 30 minutes to show that employee I, I'm really taking this seriously. That's very powerful. Another, another practice that we have here we call formation. 
and we learned this practice from one of our, our great clients, Ritz Carlton. They call it lineup, but we call it formation. And every morning we get together and discuss one of our fundamental values and how it's helping us succeed and grow as a company and how it's helping us grow as individuals. We also recognize people with what we call plays of the day, and people just call it out during this as a stand-up meeting. All Town Plus associates are invited to this meeting, and it has great attendance. So when you want to engage people, this repetition of our fundamental values helps us hold each other accountable to living out those values, and we recommit every day to living out these values. So we go through these values one by one. When we get to the end, we start we start over. That's a very powerful way to improve and enhance uh, employees' engagement. We're also very transparent. Although we're a privately held company, we share our financial uh, situation, our P&L, our goals, and everybody has a chance to ask the senior leaders, not only me, but the board members, any questions they may have in a public forum. We're also very accessible. Uh, anybody, anybody who works at Talent Plus can see any board member or me pretty much any time they want to. We're also involved in the community. We have four pillars each year that are chosen by the associates, and we, and we give to the community not only money, but we, we volunteer. We talk about time, talent, and treasure that we give to the community. And our associates really feel proud of our company based on our size, how much we really give back to this, to this community in terms of monetary donations and in terms of volunteer hours that we don't really have a policy about this. If an associate at Talent Plus wants to volunteer for something in the community, we are incredibly supportive and flexible in making that time available to people. And we don't talk about work-life balance at Talent Plus. We talk about work-life integration. Mm. We work really hard in this culture. It's a ticket to admission. If people don't like working really hard and, and smile while they're doing it, they're probably not going to thrive in our culture. And so we allow people to integrate their personal life with their work life. So if a mother has to take off an afternoon to go hear uh, her, her daughter play in the school orchestra, it's really a non-issue in Talent Plus. People just do this. They, they take care of their personal life. They take care of their business life. Our associates typically work from home. They work on holidays. And not because we require it. It's because they're so locked into the mission of this company and serving our clients and making a difference in the lives of our clients and helping those organizations grow that they, they just integrate their personal life with their work life. Larry, so I think you've, that, given, you've given us some best practices for a small and medium-sized company to build an engaged workforce. Let, let me ask you, how many employees does Talent Plus have? About 150 right at the moment. Are they all in Lincoln, or are they in other locations? No, they're not. They're not all in Lincoln. We have a we have associates who are scattered around the company. The vast majority are in Lincoln. Sure. We also have a Singapore office where we have about 10 uh, associates working out of that office. Larry, I have about five minutes left with you, and uh, I, I, I believe 
the tenants of how talent plus build your culture the what what you and the founders have built there is truly unique and that winning this award is representative of that it's it's actually a well-deserved and earned award but could you from your perspective help ceos of middle middle-sized companies understand why employee engagement from your perspective is so important for them to work on as the leader of their company certainly it's pretty straightforward the more engaged your workforce is the more success you're going to have and it's going to lead to growth i mean that's why it's important i also think my personal value system is it's important to me not just as a means to those ends i just described it's important to me as an end in itself i want associates who love what they do our co-chairman kimberly rath says we want people to tap dance to work. Mm. And I want that as an end in itself because I care about these people. Uh, we don't want anybody stuck in a job they don't like, working on a mission that doesn't speak to them in their hearts. I want this as an end in itself. It so happens it will lead to these, to these outcomes, success and growth. But I want a culture where people love their associates, and they love what they do, and they know they're making a difference in the lives of our clients. And your clients notice that difference, too, right? That's that's one of the things that I love about an engage, a company that has a truly engaged workforce, employees are truly engaged, that it bleeds out of the culture into the, into the marketplace and into your clients as well. Absolutely, and into the community. It makes you an employer of choice. Uh, people want to know why what's going on over there why do people love working for that organization and the more you do that the better applicants you get uh, who are more likely to be a great fit for your culture so larry i'm a, i'm coming up against the clock here and i have some more questions that you and our producer crystal put together plus i'm thinking as you're talking i think it would be fun to have you back on the program cuz i want to talk about the other side of the coin from my perspective uh, working with $100 million companies and smaller, unfortunately, all too often, an engaged workforce is an anomaly of a, in the company. It's not the norm. And I, and I guess I'd like to look at the the opportunity from the other side. Maybe when you come back, we'll, we'll finish up the questions. I can get a chance to ask it this time. And I, I'd like to get into a little bit about what do companies do that disengage their employees so that the CEOs that are listening to your interview today can also see if they're modeling any behaviors that are actually counterproductive to building an engaged workforce. It would be my pleasure. Okay, so you're going to be getting an email from Crystal uh, later this week. And, ladies and gentlemen, if you've enjoyed this interview with Larry Sternberg, president of Talent Plus, well, stay tuned to our email newsletter distribution because we're going to have him back on the show to talk about the other side of the coin and help you to see it from two perspectives. If someone would like to learn more about Talent Plus, how do they find you online, Larry? They can go to www.talentplus.com, and people also can access uh, my blog, which is leadershiplaboratory.wordpress.com, and, and I'm espousing the philosophy and practices of Talent Plus and those that we bring to our clients. 
Oh, I have an audience of lifelong learners, and I hope a number of them find your blog, sign up for RSS feeds, and start to, to get the perspective from the president of the company that is walking the talk and not only doing it for their clients, but they've done it and continue to do it for their employees. And so yeah, I was excited to have you on the show today, Larry. Uh, you didn't disappoint. Have a good day. Thanks for being a friend of the radio show and a part of our business community, my friend. My pleasure. So we're going to do a quick outro here. I'd like to thank our sponsors for sponsoring the radio show. I'd like to thank Crystal Nunley, who is our producer, Kathleen Shepard, who is our guest coordinator, and Paul Roberts, who is our engineer. Until the next time we have a chance to talk, here's hoping that all of your decisions will move your business in a positive direction. You've been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show right here in Orange County's only community radio station, OCTalkRadio.net.